Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of February 4th through February 10th, 2013. Vulnerability activity for the period remained at increased levels. Uh, similarly, January 2013 showed uh, a marked increase in new vulnerability activity compared to January of 2012. While this monthly activity volume was below January, uh, the new vulnerability activity increased by 45%. Highlights for this period include the Oracle Java SE Critical Patch Update Advisory for February of 2013, uh, released on February 2nd, which corrects more than 50 vulnerabilities, and the Adobe Flash Update for February 2013, which corrects multiple vulnerabilities as well. Both of these products continue to be highly targeted by attackers. Apple released an update to OS X, correcting three vulnerabilities, including a vulnerability with Ruby on Rails that's being actively exploited. Security researchers continue to debate the full impact of the Ruby on Rails vulnerabilities and the larger implications for potentially other open-source programming languages. WordPress released security updates for multiple vulnerabilities in its popular blog software, while multiple sources report that WordPress and the Jumia CRM continue to be targeted by attacks where DDoS trojans are being installed to allow the sites to be used in attacks on other sites. Uh, the UPnP vulnerabilities are still being assessed and primarily affect consumer routers, while multiple vulnerabilities were reported in D-Link home routers. OpenSSL also addressed multiple vulnerabilities, while researchers released information on vulnerabilities in the TLS DTLS. Multiple ICS SCADA updates for Tritium Niagara Framework and Ekava Integra X or HMI SCADA were released. The ICS SCADA vendors continue to improve responding to vulnerability reports and releasing updates. However, concerns remain about whether these updates are being successfully deployed by the organizations using these vulnerable products. Vulnerability management for ICS SCADA systems continues to be a major focus and problem for both the vendors and the organizations attempting to secure these systems. Microsoft and Symantec reported taking control of the Bamatol botnet, a large click fraud and search engine optimization poisoning botnet. Microsoft released the Microsoft Security Bulletin Advanced Notification for February 2013, which includes 11 security bulletins with four rated critical. The bulletins address 57 vulnerabilities in Microsoft Internet Explorer, Windows, Office, and Exchange Server. In significant report activity, the National Institute of Standards and Technology released the NIST Updated Security Controls and the PCI Council released PCI Issues Cloud Guidance. IntelliShield published 133 events last week, 82 new events, and 51 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the attacks and compromises risk management category. The Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Washington Post, U.S. Department of Energy, and U.S. Federal Reserve reported several recent attacks. Although many reports pointed at China and an anonymous affiliate claimed credit for the Federal Reserve compromise, attribution remains questionable. 
if you have the specialized skill to investigate and trace these attacks. However, many new startup companies and government agencies are attempting to address the attribution question by offering third-party investigations, uh, global sensor, sensor networks, and tracking attackers. Along with the risks of outsourcing this to a third party, the larger question may be, what does answering the attribution question accomplish? What actions could be taken? This leads to the discussion of offensive security and preemptive attacks, as reported recently by the United States, Singapore, Japan, and other governments. As more focus is given to offensive operations or active defenses, the attribution question remains the biggest hurdle. Although the trend is for governments to address offensive security and preemptive attacks from a strategic and policy position, the execution of those policies depends on their ability to perform the attacks and identify the attackers and targets for the offensive operations. It's not likely nor expected that 100% attribution will be achieved in most cases, so the question becomes what is good enough from a policy and legal perspective. Security and intelligence base their estimates and recommendation and recommended actions on probabilities and percentages, and, and decision makers require varying degrees of confidence in the intelligent estimates to approve those actions. This debate has moved past the discussions of can a government or organizations perform or offenses or preemptive attacks to what level of attribution confidence will be required to authorize and execute those actions. And next, in the privacy risk management category, NBC News recently reported on an investigation into the collection and sale of customers' sensitive personal and financial information to third parties. The investigation focused on Equifax, one of the largest credit reporting companies in the United States. The company collects large volumes of personal information from businesses it works with and provides services to and then shares and sells that information to other financial companies and debt collectors. This is currently legal under the U.S. Fair Credit Reporting Act and is closely monitored by government agencies and watchdog groups. Many individuals may not be aware of these activities and the law doesn't require they be notified of the information sharing. With the increased focus on building large databases of personal data and information, individuals are likely to see an increase in the amount of information collected and shared about them uh, with or without their knowledge or consent. As regulatory and compliance agencies monitor these government and business operations, many individuals remain concerned over the security of their information and privacy. However, the recent Cisco 2012 Connected World Technology Report indicates Attitudes and opinions about privacy are changing as many are willing to trade their information for improved services, user experiences, and monetary returns. And this week in the mobile risk management category. The recently released State of Mobile Advertising Report by Opera Media Works shows the growth, the growth of mobile advertising in both total request and revenues. It also includes a breakdown of the mobile advertising by platforms, categories, and country. The report also includes changes in the mobile advertising and emerging trends. The growth of mobile advertising is directly tied to the shift in the user base to mobile devices, which previously had only limited advertising exposure. Users can expect to see significant increases in the level of advertising uh, delivered to their mobile devices and will almost assuredly see an increase in malicious advertising. As we reported in the Cisco 2013 Annual Security Report, 
malicious advertising is becoming more targeted and follows the same trends as legitimate advertising. Users should understand their increased risk and take precautions in viewing or clicking on advertising and links using their mobile devices. As security features are improved for mobile devices, users will be aided by the security technologies currently available on their PCs, which are currently limited for mobile devices. Similarly, controlling access to the business networks of these potentially compromised mobile devices becomes more important. Fortunately, the technologies for controlling these devices on the business network are more advanced and prolific than the current offerings for end-user mobile devices. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, Japan has alleged that China locked onto a Japanese naval vessel and helicopter with radar used in weapons targeting. Although China denies the allegations, the incident is the latest in a steady deterioration in relationships between the two countries over disputed territories in the East China Sea. Tensions are also high in the South China Sea over several islands whose sovereignty is in dispute. Recent North Korean threats to conduct new nuclear tests appear to have dashed initial hopes that the new North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, might be more focused on economic engagement than his father's uh, military fist policy. In response to these developments, regional powers are boosting defense spending with cybersecurity a growing priority. With so many potential flashpoints spread over a wide region, the potential for an isolated incident to escalate into a major diplomatic incident in Asia in 2013 is real. North Korea will remain a crucial regional wildcard with little to lose from saber-rattling other than Chinese support, which is not insignificant. However, the world's second and third largest economies have powerful economic reasons to keep their disagreements in perspective. While there have been comparatively few significant cyber attacks reported in Asia, uh, feelings of nationalism and unfinished business from the 20th century, combined with uh, the viral and visceral nature of internet-based communications, could escalate a small event into a major diplomatic incident before authorities can start damage control. Of note to information security specialists, uh, there's a risk that military or individual actors may get out ahead of civilian decision makers, uh, particularly given powerful cyber tools at their disposal. As 21st century military confrontations appear certain to include both physical and cyber dimensions, uh, risk in one world increases risk in another. Keep your eye on the news. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.